You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? This is Rashad Jennings. I am a former NFL running back, season 24 Dancer with the Stars champion, and New York Times bestselling author in the book title, The If in Life. If you haven't read it, go check it out. I'm happy today to be hosting How Men Think. I'm going to be answering some questions and try to help you understand exactly that, how men think. But first, let's get into the 11 questions. What are you known for? And tell us a little bit about yourself. What am I known for? Depends on who you ask. Um, I, from a lot of people, I'm known for playing in the NFL for eight years, four with the Jacksonville Jaguars, one with the Oakland Raiders, and three with the New York Giants. Um, some people may say they know me as a dancer, as a one season 24 dancer with the stars. My partner was Emma Slater and we had a ball. Um, some may know me because I am a New York Times bestselling author titled the book titled by the title of the book, The If in Life. It's a play on words when you spell out the word life, if is in the middle. And I went through 15 chapters exploring how pivotal and interesting that one word is to the success and failures of our life. Um, some people know me because I'm philanthropically driven. I have a Rashad Jennings Foundation. We focus on reading, education, and literacy, um, and health and fitness. Um, some may know me as a good friend, um, as I try to live with the idea of if you you should be better off having met me in life than not. If I come across you in my job, it seems to um, be is to inspire you, and there's a difference between being inspired and being motivated. Motivated is to me, I look at it as a drill sergeant that somebody can motivate you to do 100 push-ups because they're physically in your face yelling at you. But when you're inspired, nobody's around and that person is still motivating you. That's what an, that's what an inspiration is. So I'm known as an inspiration, I'm known as a, a great son. I'm known as a I'm known as a goof. I'm an autodidact. I'm addicted to learning. I'm your everyday guy. Nothing is special about me, just the position I'm in. Um, who are you in your personal life? Uh, so my personal life legitimately is the same as my known life. There's no difference. <laughs> legitimately. I think the only difference between, and everybody will tell you this, the only difference between my personal life being when the cameras are not around, right? And uh, when the cameras are around is that I will cuss in my personal life, <laughs> not, not maliciously. It's just hey, something about when I'm on TV, I, it's a promise that I had uh, with my mom that I never would use profanity in, 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 um, on, on TV. So any radio show, any podcast, any TV, I've never been seen in the last in all of 16 years of being like a public figure i've never been once heard saying a cuss word um i think that's the only difference everything else is what you see is what you get and there's a quote uh, that i live by no nah, i take that back there's a quote that is written in such a way 
that if somebody was to shadow my life, I want to live a life that would cause them to write these words by shadowing. And as the master in art of living shows little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his love and his religion. He simply pursues everything he does with excellence, leaving others to decide, is he working or is he playing? But to him, he's always doing both. And that's how I live my life. Um, three shows you are binge watching. Three shows that I'm binge watching. You know what? I can't. I've stopped watching. You. You. Okay. I really I really got caught up in you. I think that was a, is a great show. Um, I did binge watch um, All American. Uh, shout out to Spencer. He's he was one of my teammates. That based on the true story, I know the actual guy himself. We played football together. Um, and third, let me see. I don't know. I I get. I have to watch. I have to watch all the Bachelor Bachelorettes. I just do. It's kind of. I end up finding myself having to watch it. Uh, what is your favorite food? That's easy. My favorite food by far is sushi. You want to make me happy, give me some sushi and gluten-free cookies and dairy-free, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> Tell us about your career. Um, so my career, again, played in the NFL, um, long journey to get there. I started off in high school with a .6 GPA, fifth-string running back in high school football. So it was an unlikely role. No red carpets over here. No best um, player, five-star rating at all barely slithered through everything uh through the skin of my teeth with a lot of work ethic i had it it was a 180 in my life it was a point where i was lazy and i took a 180 100% and so my career led me to football um which then led me to entrepreneurship which then led me to all the many things that i'm doing currently and today writing shows producing um executive producing acting hosting tv commentating writing um I could just bore you, but my hands are in a lot. Um, and I not, and I always claim myself to be a novice at something I, I am at. I, I don't, I'm not boastful. I'm not prideful. I'm always willing to learn. Um, that's part of my career. <clears throat> What's your biggest fear in life? My biggest fear in life is to not utilize all my skill sets and talents. And um, that's a fear and a fear of not telling somebody that I really care about how I feel about them and then not wake up the next day. That's another fear. So I, I try to do both of those as much as I possibly can. Utilize all my skill sets. It's a prayer that I have always. God, please teach me how to utilize my skill set and talents um, to bring more people to know who you are. So my fear is not doing that. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve is people that get pissed off quick. So annoying. Um, what makes you the most happy when people don't get pissed off quick? <laughs> nah, seriously, what makes me the happiest? All I need is good food and good people. I figure out the rest, man. I'm easy. I'm from Forest, Virginia. I'm a little country boy. Grew up around horses, um, farm, farmland. And, you know, this world ain't got too much to offer me, to be honest with you. It just don't. But um, good food, good people makes me happy.
what is your ideal Saturday morning? Waking up a little bit late, uh, rolling out of bed, playing with my dog. I have a German Shepherd. Um, making some waffles and uh, egg whites. Now nah, I probably go with an omelet, you know, and uh, a protein shake. Running a mile, coming back, showering, exploring a little bit of the day, and let the rest be. I'm. I'm. It doesn't take much to, you know, to please me. I'm super simple. Uh, it's so I'm so simple that it might it may be confusing. Um, but yeah, that's it. Are you more of an athlete or an armchair quarterback? <laughs> uh, I am an athlete. <laughs> so I would say I'm more of a, an athlete than somebody that is an armchair quarterback. Um, I get my hands dirty and everything that I do. Um I'm my own. I'm my own agent. Um, I'm a rarity in the, in in a lot of aspects there where people will say I'm stupid for doing it, but I represent myself in so many ways. If anybody sees Rashad Jennings, it's because of by the hands of the people that I um, that I put in place to work directly uh, for myself. There isn't anything signed that isn't approved by me. There isn't any contract that hasn't been read over hundred percent by me. I don't, I don't put my trust in, you know, a whole bunch of people. So, um, I'm definitely an athlete physically and, uh, mentally too. So uh, I'm not an armchair. <laughs> what keeps you motivated? Oh, look, we talked about, uh, what keeps me motivated is what I am inspired by. We discussed it a little bit earlier. It's the difference between motivation and inspiration. Um, I'm inspired, which motivates me. What am I inspired to do? I'm inspired to lead my family from the grave. Sounds crazy. I think about death quite often and not in a morbid way, but as a matter of fact, way we all going to die. If you can hear my voice, you're going to die one day. And I want to be the leader of for my family from the grave. And the only way possible to do that is to be very conscientious of the decisions I make while I'm here. And um, so that's my inspiration is what keeps me motivated. All right, guys, that was me wrapping up 11 questions. And we're going to take a quick break and come back and answer some questions. Remember, you're with Rashad Jennings. How men think. <laughs> Hey, Megan, how you doing? Hey, hey, I'm in a little bit of a dilemma right now, but how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not too bad of a dilemma. Well, so my boyfriend and I have been officially dating for only about two months now, um, but he just got offered a position for his dream job across the country. And so I'm not sure what to do as far as like, it's so early if we do long distance now, I don't think we're going to make that work, but is it also too early for me to offer to move with him? And then would it be too soon to like move in with him? I, I just, I'm not sure what to do. So I always tell people, I, I, I'm not one to tell you what to do. I will always try to evaluate scenarios. So y'all have been talking for now too much. You said, well, we dated for maybe a couple months, but we've been officially like boyfriend, girlfriend for two two months now. So y'all been exclusive for two months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there is an opportunity, a dream job for his, him to move across the country 
uh, to chase a dream. And has he offered you to come along or is that kind of something that you got to chart? I would have to like bring that up. He hasn't necessarily offered, but I also don't know if he thinks that it's like, maybe he's too scared to say, come with me because it's too soon. <laughs> I'll say this though, as a guy, right. This is how men think. So when I played in the NFL, um, there were, I was in Jacksonville. Then there was an opportunity that was going to arise uh, through free agency. And I had no idea where I was going to go. And then through that free agency, again, I had no idea where I was going to go. So I will say this it's tough for a, a man to invite a woman to w- travel the world with him, unless he has given a ring or a, a mm. staple commitment to that that this is going to be my woman. The reason why is because if he bring, if he has a heart, it's going to be hard for him to, to make that ask. Because if he brings you out there and things don't work, he is going to feel that weight of responsibility that he has to now provide or take care of you. Um, and so that is going to be tough. So I would suggest to you, uh, truly, to bring it, bring up the conversation in a way, in a manner, maybe y'all going out to eat and maybe you're, you're celebrating him as you're bringing the conversation of, hey, babe, I'm so excited for you. Talk about it and say, so I know it's early in our relationship and, you know, I, I, I'm not trusting me. I'm not putting any pressure. I just want to know what are your thoughts on long distance relationships, so forth and so on, traveling. What about, I mean, do I, can you, can you find, is there a job in his city um, that is applicable to your career as well? finding a way not to put pressure on him to figure out the answer, but working it together. And you will hear more of where his heart is. If you put pressure on him, odds are he's going to break because his focus, right? A man's focus is to build the ship, then bring your woman aboard. He's found a career. He's found an opportunity to build his ship. It sounds like, right? So until he's built it, until he's there working, knows his schedule, knows his ins and outs, knows where the grocery store, like knows his ship, you know, if you will, it's until then it's hard to find a way to bring the woman aboard when a man is chasing a dream. Absolutely. I actually wasn't expecting you to say all that and it makes so much sense and it's making me hopeful that like we could continue to build it maybe oh, even long distance oh yeah and then yeah. Move forward you know yeah, absolutely they, they don't if that that's the guy trust me um long distance may suck but it, it will be well worth it and you'll see that in a couple months yeah absolutely thank you absolutely i'm here for it <laughs> thanks hey penelope what's on your mind so I have my eye on this guy and I really want to catch his attention. Um, but he's like really into movies and like history of movies. Um, is it weird if I like do my research to talk to him about movies? Like I just, I can't tell if it's, if that's like eye catching enough, like, will he, will he like that or do that? Or do guys usually like, I don't know, like girls that have opposite interests to them. <laughs> so depending on the guy, I mean, everybody likes to add more value to life. So you bring in perspective, him bringing in perspective. Maybe he likes outdoors, maybe like indoors and it, it works. Right. But yeah. when, when it comes to an interest, people love people that have similarities and in interests. So by you, listen, <clears throat> I, um, I met, uh, is it, I, this is a funny story, right? So mm-hmm meet meet a girl that likes if i if i want if i'm interested in a girl right and she likes country music 
and mm-hmm. I hate country music. I would go listen to country music and a few artists just to be able to find out what are the popular songs in country, what are the what are the most um, popular artists in country. So that way, in a dialogue, we have something to relate to. It's going to make her happy. Now, is that wrong or right? I can't tell you, but I'm going to tell you what is the outcome of that is yeah. that you're going to be more connected. It's smart, and I can tell that you care if you're already considering studying some mm-hmm. history buff. <laughs> in order to connect with them so i would suggest do it um and even in a playful way okay you know to let him know hey listen i w- depending depending on the vibe even telling him that you did that may yeah. even show him that like one of the most beautiful things again this is how men think yeah one of the most attractive things to a man is a woman's willingness like okay. the fact that you're willing to go to a football game nobody's expecting you to understand it yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean this is a different it, but if you do great but the yeah. willingness to go the willing is just and i'm i'm assuming i can't speak for women but i'm assuming it's probably the same for a woman like the willingness to sit down and watch a you know romantic comedy the willingness to do it is what's connective and attractive so i, I would say keep yourself fun open and willing and uh go study that history I will. Thank you so much. That was very helpful. (laughs) Absolutely. Have a good one. All right. Take care. You too. And and by the way, I like country music. (laughs) It's great. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? You on the hotline or how man? Thank you for Shia Jennings. Hey there. Hi, how you doing? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, all right. Here's the deal. Uh, my husband, we've been married a long time and he's been a really good career and um, he's actually, it's kind of exciting. He's able to retire at a, a pretty young age. And um, there's one thing last night he was expressing to me that he feels kind of like a little bit um, like he's feeling lonely or he's afraid he's going to feel kind of lost without his career. He had a really big career and, um, you know, when he retires, he, he doesn't know what he's going to do with himself. You know what I mean? And so he's kind of expressing me the sense of loss or, or feeling alone. And, and I, I want to know, I want to know from you, cause I think you're so great. I want to know, um, you got a great smile too. I want to know, um, what I can do to help him, like encourage him. I've always been kind of a supporter and a cheerleader, but you know, I'm just trying to think of a way, you know, how to help him in this change of the, in his life. Is there anything special I could do for him? What do you suggest? Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Lisa. And um, I would say that transition in a man's life uh, could be tough at times, um, especially that the career change. Um, a man feels the innate draw to lead and provide in I will say that there is a there's a, so respect um, a woman's job is to respect a man. Right. And in a, in a, this is my opinion. Right. Um, and a man's job is to love a woman. Right. So <clears throat> those two seemingly are the same, but they have different intentionalities and details. Um, I would say if he feels the support and respect from you, right? Right. Natu- I think naturally it would help him transition. Um, you know, going from one career to another is difficult. And he's going to have these, I, I maybe even identities 
of of crisis of what do I do? What do I show for? How to prove myself? How am I worthy? It's his self, not even necessarily to you. He's he might be battling the man in the mirror um, for his own proof to himself that he's a leader and all these things. So I would just encourage him to um, whatever he brings up that he wants to do, encourage him to do it. Um, truly, and, and try not to question him through right. the process. Because see, when you ask somebody a question that they do not have the answers to, they get really pissed when they feel they're supposed to answer it, right? And right. so like in a relationship, if if you don't, if you know he doesn't know the answer, don't ask him because it becomes very frustrating. If I, if, if you say you're supposed to cook dinner, I'm like, hey, what's for dinner? And you don't know what you're gonna cook. That's when you get frustrated. But if you have a plan, hey, what are we gonna cook? Oh, I got this, 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 it feels better. So I, I, I tell women and I, I suggest to women, don't ask a man a question that's that's sincere if he doesn't if you don't think he has that plan yet. Right. You know, I remember one time um, a therapist told me, you know, when you're suffering, you need to make a plan. So you're, you're really spot on on this. I mean, I think because without a plan, you, you do feel lost. Right. I mean, you, you know, you feel like you're you have nowhere to go and what to do. And and, you know, I, I just. I, I know sometimes like I don't want him just moping around. So I'm going to try and, you know, use my enthusiasm that I already have and, and try to like, you know, make things in there. So I, I think you really triggered something me about this, having a plan kind of thing and, and helping him find kind of a way to have a, you know, a plan, maybe travel or something like that, you know, or, or even write a book maybe. Right. Right. Hey, writing <laughs> a book is, is therapeutic. And I would also encourage you through that transition to um, a give time, um, you know, transition is not one of them things that are very simple um, and it doesn't happen overnight, especially, you know, for me, I tell people I played in the NFL for a total of eight years, but I've been playing since I was six. And that's pretty much what I want to accomplish. And when I had to transition, it was easier for me because I never thought I was a football player. I just happened to do it. So it was different. I, my identity wasn't in it. I actually, and to your point, um, when you said it sounds like something that a counselor said, I'm actually studied to be a premarital marital counselor because I love love. I think it's the best item of clothing anybody could ever wear. Um, people illuminate once it's on them. So if I can help people wear love, I try. Um, and so I do encourage you to keep the idea of whatever it is I'm saying or asking him, is it in a respectful way? And it right. will help him so much throughout this time. Well, Alicia, I look forward to hopefully we come back with some good news. Yes, I'd love to talk to you again. <laughs> All right, take care. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Colleen. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. So you're on How Man Think here with Rashad Jennings. Want to see what's on your mind. Before you actually say anything, your name, I had to ask. <laughs> Somebody told me that Colleen is calling. I said, Colleen, Colleen is Colleen. Has, have you ever heard that joke? Yes, I have. <laughs> All right. I feel better. I feel better. <laughs> but what's on your mind? Um, so I'm single, but I'm having like a hard time finding a genuine connection. I just feel like really underwhelmed by the dating apps because no one ever wants to like follow through and meet in person. You spend like a few days chatting, but then like nothing, you never hear from them again. Mm -hmm. So my question is, um, is there a way to send a message to get someone to meet in person without sounding like super desperate? 
Um, to that, I would say there isn't a singular message because everybody's an individual and thinks and absorbs information different. So it wouldn't be one message that will work for all. Um, yeah. And with that in mind, you know, and I understand like, so it, how the dating app works, it seems that, you know, it's what's interesting me right this second. And it's really, it's, it's, it's funny when you look at the dating app um, for a lot of guys, it's about who can you connect with? Not necessarily who can you get to know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the allure is, oh, I connected with her. Oh, let me see who else I can connect with. Oh, I connected with her. Let me see who else I can connect with. Oh, I match with her. Who else can I match with? That's the fun of the dating app more than it is. Okay. I connect with her. Let me get to know her. It's odd. It's really an odd thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but you also can meet people too through it that are on your same wavelength. Um, but I would consider are are there are the guys that you're connecting with are they at least or in the same city or uh, would it have to be travel to connect with them or how how is that working? Oh, I do people within like thirty to forty miles from me, so at the most. But yeah, everyone's pretty much in the same city. Nice. So you can actually meet them face to face at some point. Yeah. Now, with that in mind, I, I would uh, put that out. Have you put that out there that you have a desire to meet them? Yeah, gotcha. I normally will like tell them, and then like they'll be like, "Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll text you," and then you don't hear from them, or they just like don't even respond. Yep, that sounds that sounds like dating apps, um, because everybody's looking for the next thing. Like, and and mm-hmm. you've watched this. What's funny is that you know you think it's just happening to you. You probably inspired a guy so much that he probably dissed the other girl. And then what happened is somebody else inspired him now that he dissed you and so forth Mm -hmm. and so on. Like one person only can be at one place at a time and all the connections that they're having, they're dissing more than they are seeing anyone. Um, And so I wouldn't personally, um, I would look at if, if like, if I had a daughter, right, I would tell, I would, I would, I would, if she's on a dating app, I would simply say, do not expect to connect with anyone. And the reason why is because it's it's about what's next. Um, and even on the date is a lot about, well, what can you do for me? Um, mm-hmm. The genuineness is a little harder on the dating apps. And this is how men think. Right now, I'm not, I don't know how women think <laughs> through it, you know, but a guy is always looking for. Okay, what's fun? What's next? Okay, I cool. I connect with her. Let me screenshot this. Show my buddy. Hey, look, look at this. Let me show this group chat. Hey, look who I connect with her. Look what she said. There's screenshots all over the place. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's just like it's just a. Hey, man, I want to sh- show off, right? People, guys, make fake accounts just to have fun and show off, right? There's mm-hmm. a, there's so much ingenuineness in the social media world itself, right? People post on Instagram only one side of themselves, their best, mm-hmm. you know at least Instagram shows you what your page says to me, what you want me to think of you, not who you are, but what you want me to think of you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it can be mis- misleading from here's what you want me to think, but here's who you are. 
it's two different things, right? So hopefully they right. hopefully they start to merge to become the same. But I will say to answer your question, there isn't one specific thing that you can say to anybody to make them show up. However, long as you're being upfront and uh, very genuine of letting them know your interest, um, then all I can say is there is a guy out there that's going to see it and and have the same desire that you do. Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's very helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks. Bye. Hello. Hello. Hey, Alexis, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. I love that background. Where is that at? Palm Springs, California. Nice, 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 nice. Well, Alexis, what's on your mind? Um, so I could just use your advice. Um, I'm in my mid thirties and my friend has a boyfriend who's in his mid twenties, but he's emotionally mature. He's not like your typical 26 year old. He's pretty cool. And, uh, we went out in a group and I actually ended up connecting with one of his friends who is also 26 years old. And I'm, I'm just kind of hesitant to pursue anything because he's so young. So, I guess my question is just, do you think that age really matters when it comes to a genuine connection? That's a good question. When it comes to age, um, I don't think age plays the role as much as it does a prerequisite to the opportunity of experience that person has had. Um, you're 20, you're, you're 30, mm. you've had 30 years 30 of years. an opportunity for experience. If you're 20, you've only had 20 years of an opportunity of experience. So here's the difference is that that 22 year old could have taken more experiences, whereas the 30 year old just had more opportunities for experience. So mm. age doesn't equivalent to wisdom. Age doesn't equivalent to um, experience. It just did. It equivalates to how much more you have been breathing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I, with that being with that being said, I mean, that's just a fact. So with that being said, I, I, I do not say to answer your question specifically, I would not say that the age equivalates to um, the connection or the possibility, um, but it can play a factor. That is true. And the factor is the experience. So I would throw age out of the loop and look at maturity and and how you define maturity because i think we all define it differently but it's based upon what you're wanting and is desiring right mm -hmm. um and what does he does this person strike you as immature or uh strike you as a person that doesn't have a long-term goal or play like you would want in the relationship no not at all and, I, and and if he did feel that way like i wouldn't even consider him in the first place then yeah so then what you're going to have to deal with right is some of how you're what your friends think and this is a lot of things that i feel like personally that again it's about how men think well men think this way about women a lot of times is that y'all are so influenced by your peers by your women by what other women think and what what other women are going to say and what other people are going to say so <clears throat> you have to and it, and that's a factor right if that's true that's a factor Right. Um, if it's raining outside and I don't and I feel like I'm going to get wet, it's going to play a factor mm -hmm. if I want to go out. Right. If you feel that you're going to have to handle all these tough questions from friends, he's so young, he's so young. And anytime he does anything that isn't accurate, you you, you can't use the excuse that he's young. 
because everybody makes mistakes. It ain't about the age. Like you can't just all of a sudden 10 years later, now you don't make mistakes anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so my, my advice would be, well, my question would be, can you handle your friends poking at dating a younger guy? Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is my friends are dating younger guys. Like that's how I ended up meeting this guy. So I feel like it's not going to be a problem. Nice. Then, then, then I would say just strictly go off a relationship of not age, but who they are, how y'all relate to each other, how y'all connect y'all chemistry, um, Mm -hmm. your conversations, um, things that y'all are desired for, um, and agreeables rather than age. Mm. That's really affirming. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Age ain't nothing but a number. That's what Aaliyah said anyway. Yeah, I agree. And I'm I'm glad to hear it. For sure. Well, I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, guys. So I know some of you have written to how man thank Instagram handle. So we're going to take in some of the written questions. While playing in the NFL, was it was it hard to find time to date? Were you worried that everyone was interested in you for the wrong reasons? And are you dating anyone now? The so first answering the first question, was it hard to find time um, to date in the NFL? I retired five years ago while I was playing. Was it hard to find time? Heck, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's hard to find time to sleep sometimes, much less. Uh, spending time with an individual world that you do not know if it has any value towards your day, like 24 hours in a day when you're chasing a dream isn't enough. So uh, much less do you have time to grow a relationship um, that hasn't already been established. So <clears throat> when it came when it came to dating, I never was a person that was worried with somebody interested in me for the wrong reasons uh, for as far as an inch entry right i always tell people that when somebody looks at you and they talk to you it's for a reason it's either because the way you look it's either because they've heard about you um, through friends through tv whatever it may be Um, they're talking to you because they have physical thoughts emotional thoughts right spiritual thoughts some kind of idea is the initial engagement Uh, Maybe they have money. Um, Maybe they have status. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is after about three hours of talking to me, if the reason still is that you're attracted to me or want to talk to me because of my status or because of my looks or because of whatever it is, now I have a problem because I'm so much more than that. You know, and so if I see a pretty girl, I can't help that my eyeballs work. You know, I hope she's not offended because I'm attracted to her because she looks good. But I, I respect her being offended after three hours if the only thing I'm interested in still it's just because of her looks. So you can't help the initial attraction. Um, and uh, so I will I will which then opens me up to <laughs> to have been uh, dating anybody, you know, and uh, because I like to get to know people. And are you dating anyone now? I always say define dating. Um, but my answer would be yes. Uh, what is, it says, how important is it to guys to have a girlfriend that likes sports? Is it a deal breaker? 
some guys, yeah, some guys, no. I'm not a deal breaker with that one. Um, I, I don't really care if you like sports or not. It's Again, it goes back to the willingness to even go to a Super Bowl party or go to a World Series game or the willingness to actually be around that environment. That's what it's about. It's not you don't have to know the X's and O's or baselines and rules of the game, uh, soccer, whatever it may be. I'm more interested in just experiencing uh, the connection in different environments. And those are sports as well as music, um, as well as TV, as well as et cetera. Hiking, you name it. The willingness is what it's all about for me. How did winning season 24 Dance with the Stars change your life? Did you connect right away with your partner, Emma Slater? Um, yeah, I, me, and, me and my partner connected right away. She's, uh, she's, she's outgoing. I'm outgoing. And you got two people that's trying to learn how to dance. So it was just an easy, easy, breezy entire relationship for, what is it, six months? Six months to win a dance with the stars. That was a blast. Um, is a turn off to men. Oh, wait, is it a turn off to men if a woman doesn't know how to dance or, or have horrible rhythm? No, it's not a turn off to men. If, if a woman does not know how to dance, it's a turn off to men. If a woman is unwilling to dance, I'm telling you how men think it goes down to a lot more willingness than perfection. And hopefully women can start to understand that um, nobody's looking for perfection. They're looking for willingness. Well, that concludes How Men Think by Rashad Jennings. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, y'all can find me on all social media handles at Rashad Jennings across the board, Twitter, Instagram, um, Twitch itself, and also started an esports organization. Go check it out and support me. I'm always live on Twitch. You can find me on the stream. Just type in Rashad Jennings 23. Um, and also uh, follow me on Instagram because you'll be able to catch a news feed of all the things that I'm doing moving forward. I have a lot that I'm doing. So appreciate you guys. We'll talk soon. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.